I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Hello and welcome to the show. Was that too over the top to start, wasn't it? Should I start again? No, 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 it's perfect. I'm in a good mood tonight and nobody, nobody is going to put me in a foul mood. Scotty Sattler, welcome to the show. Glenn, put you um, in a foul mood? Now I'm in a bad mood. Mm. Uh-oh, Rooster Muzz has been on the text already. Yeah. But, uh, what I love about Rooster Muzz is there is a caring, compassionate side to him. Um, and if you're a first-time listener raises, to Sports State, It raises hello. its head only very fleetingly. And he's give, it's a bit of a community service announcement to kick off the show tonight, if I may. I thought it was tomorrow. Anyway, he yeah. says, well, maybe early because of Christmas. Yeah, true. Uh, he was sober yesterday, and today is his pension day. Need I say any more? Well, we'll find out from watch Glenn. Watch your space. After yeah, 7 o'clock soon. tonight, mm. um, if you're in uh, New South Wales, you'll hear him after 7. Some of our audience won't because they'll be going to the BBL tonight. Uh, hello to our listeners through New Zealand on SENZ, our Super Radio Network listeners, our partners there. We love you to death. Uh, also, SEN stations, uh, 693 SENQ Brizzy. 1170 SEN Sydney, SEN Track Stations, SEN Fanatic, and those listening through the SEN app. Welcome aboard tonight. We are here thanks to our great partners, Kia, World Gym, and Nutrient Ag Solutions. Going further for Australian farmers. Scotty Sally, how's your day been? It's been good. It's been really good. I'll be looking after my dog, Frank, because he had an operation on Monday. Is this why you were touchy when I picked you up today? Because you were you were a bit agitated when I picked you up. You, you're whinging about a few things on the way to work. No, well, I... I didn't want to leave my dog. Yeah, right. I didn't well, want to leave him alone. Then the miso pulled up be- behind your car. And, yeah. Um, so I was okay then because he's got a big cone on his head at the moment. <laughs> and uh, he had an operation. So, uh, yeah, don't want to leave him alone. So I'm a little bit touchy. Right. How are you going to go tonight when you're at a pool party? I've got, I've got to go to my, one of my best mates, 50th tonight. Craig Weston. was. He, I know uh, his brother, Steve. Steve, yeah, yeah. And... Um, so I'm going to his 50th tonight. Who, who has a 50th on a Wednesday night? It's cheaper. He's listening, actually, actually, as we speak. if Craig's anything like his brother, he's picked a weekday because he's obviously got, I don't know, a discount on food or, mm, or probably. you know. Yeah, probably. His brother, Steve, mm. if he could save a dollar. He's an accountant, isn't he? He's an accountant. Yeah. So that's what you want as an accountant, though, right? Mm, yeah. My you, son's an accountant. Yeah, well, there you go. How yeah. is Jack? Good. Hello to Jack. How's he going post-birthday? Did he... Uh, did he meet? He arrives tomorrow. Does he? Yeah. Looking forward to seeing him. He'll be sponging off you for how long? A couple of weeks. So Olivia goes, he comes in. Yes. Geez, you don't get a break, do you? Well, I never get him two at a time. Yeah, right. You know? So what were you and what what exciting things will you and Jack get up together? Because you'll be on holidays. Golf. Golf, right. He just wants to talk everything about the Panthers. Yeah, right. Geez, that'll be boring. So just every time you sit down, he'll say, I ordered it the other day, I saw. The rig, for Mav example. Mav Guy. Oh, Matt. Well, we spoke to him. Yeah. So. Just say, shut up, Jack. <laughs> Just shut up. Um, will he talk about the videos of the rig that uh, that Luai has been putting up all day? So Mary oh, Fowler it? has gotten home, right? So she's arrived back in Australia. And um, Jerome Luai has been putting up videos, or sorry, photos all day on social media. This is on his, great. Um, about Nathan Cleary picking up Mary Fowler. Yeah. Uh, from the airport. You know, there was a peck 
there was a kiss on arrival and then <laughs> and so one of his uh it's nice by the way yeah, young yeah, love absolutely and one of his lines jerome luai has got nathan cleary picking up his ice cream <laughs> what what's <laughs> like, that I mean know. that's creepy isn't what's it? that mean though i don't know you know must, must be like a millennial thing i don't uh, know oh it's his ice cream <laughs> so yeah mary fowler's in town and and the Nathan's rig happy the rig had a shirt on, so I said, "Who's that kissing Mary Fowler?" And yep. we worked out it was Nathan Cleary because mm. he had his shirt on at the airport. Mm. That's not good. Uh, you get us on the socials: TikTok Sports Day SEN, Instagram SENQ, X Sports Day NSW. Massive show tonight, and something I'm looking forward to, Sats, and I know you're looking forward to it ten times more than me. Yeah, is one of our uh, regulars we have on the show, and we love this bloke, and we love what he's achieving in the world of boxing. Uh, Jai Opatia ahead of his fight against El Zorro in Saudi Arabia. Really early Sunday morning. I'm somewhere between, depends where you are, but Australian Eastern Daylight Time, I reckon somewhere around 4, 5 a.m., hour, yep. hour early, of course, in Queensland. I'll be up for it. Well, I'm picking the missile and kids up from the airport at yeah, midnight. Yeah, well, so. midnight, isn't it? Yeah, so I'll be home. I'll That's be rude. up for it. But, yep. mate, I can't wait for this fight, and I can't wait to uh, have a chat to him in Saudi Arabia I can't. Uh, I can't wait also because the production is amazing oh, in Saudi. Because, so I mean, the, there's a bottomless pit of money when it comes to sport, when it comes to anything, to be quite honest. But when you see the graphics, the lighting, the digital, it's just... Um, it's an event. It is. It's yeah. It's completely different to what we see even in Vegas. Yeah. You know, so yeah, he's a great chat. He's a great kid, this kid. And with one thing about him, when he's in fight mode, yep. he um, doesn't care about anything outside That's of his big, immediate bubble. I wonder if he gets... Um, it's one of the biggest fight cards we've seen in many, many... Probably, it's fair to say, probably ever. Well, the, the entire fight card, apart from his fight, is it uh, heavyweights? So there's mainly all heavyweights, and yeah. there's himself, who's a cruiserweight, just under a heavyweight, and another guy called Bivol, who's an absolute freak. He beat Canelo. Right. He's on the card as well. Like which Canelo? Isn't there, aren't they brothers? No, Canelo Alvarez, which is oh, right. the, one of the greatest Who are the fighters. ones I got mixed up and going, this bloke who was fighting a couple of weeks ago, and I go, he's a bit of a bum. And you go, no, that's the brother of some other bloke. Jake Paul? No. no, no, no. I can't remember. They're Mexican, the Mexican fighters, and I got it wrong. Oh, you said a Garcia, didn't you? But yeah, there's, yeah. There's Garcias everywhere. everywhere yeah. Right, okay. But uh, just on the topic of boxing, we were talking in yesterday. You said, have you seen the movie George Foreman? I went, yeah, yeah. He goes, it's good, isn't it? I said, yeah. I said, he's oh, a great on. story, George Foreman. And he said, yeah. I said, he walked away from boxing in his 20s. Um, couldn't really handle the loss to, to Ali because it was his only loss up, up until then. And... And so he retired and he became a pastor. And then he made, yes, it's a great story. And he goes, yeah, I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe, like still to this day. I did not say that. Said, still, did, did you know still to this day George Foreman I and Muhammad not. Ali still talk? I said, Muhammad yes. Ali's six foot under. Say the darndest <laughs> I didn't oh. say to this day. I said, yeah. how good is it that they talk every day? You're an idiot. Right, but no. Forgetting Muhammad Ali had died, and I just, it was something that I read at the end of the movie. So don't, mate, listen, I was in a good mood. Mm. Don't change things to suit your narrative. Mm. Who else is on the show? Oh, three burning questions. Uh, Daddy Vass will have some questions for us tonight uh, as well. That's ridiculous. I've got one for you. Later I've got on. about seven. Do you want to roll one off now so we can get our listeners yeah. to get involved as well on 0457 736 736. 8833 if you're in NZ. Uh, you can call us 1300 01 1170. What is ridiculous, that's? Um, that's ridiculous. 
is there's a there's a prison in Brazil. Yeah. Okay. And you can ride a stationary bike. Okay. And while you ride the stationary bike, it's actually providing electricity to a local village. Local Come city. on, that's ridiculous. In exchange for a reduced sentence. How good's that? Yeah, how good's that? Outstanding. Well, they wouldn't use treadmills. They want people running, do yeah. they? Yeah, no, just bikes. Mm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And it provides electricity for a little village. A village nearby. That's ridiculous. Yeah. But a good route. That's good ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. Um, sports Outlaws coming up tonight. Oh. Oh, we've got a steal for it. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys. Daddy's been busy, hasn't I he? I couldn't believe... When I heard this news in 2007, I couldn't believe... Don't give it away. No, I couldn't believe it when I heard it, that this guy was you know, potentially going to, um, going to spend some time in prison. It's not an Australian, it's an American. Um, he was outstanding in his... One of the best in his game. Yep. And then all of a sudden, had to fall off the face of the earth. It's a good story. Looking forward to that uh, soon. Uh, time for the good oil. Thanks to Cobram Estate, premium Australian extra virgin... Olive oil. What about last night in the IPL? Yeah, uh, you've been frothing about this, haven't you? Well, I had one eye on that last yep. night and, and one eye on Matt Short just smashing the ball around Adelaide Oval, mm. the striker skipper. But Pat Cummins at one stage was the highest earning IPL cricketer of all time with three point something million dollars. Mm. What is it, for six weeks' work? Something, something like that, right? So I think Pat- they pay it to you. Immediately as well. As soon as you land, apparently it gets paid to you. In cash? In well, paper I don't know bags. whether it's in cash. But it should be. Mm. Um, but Mitch Stark said, hold my beer, Paddy, because he got $4.4 million. Come on, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Now, you asked me a question off the air today, and I, I couldn't really honestly answer it. Why is Mitch Stark worth $4.4 million? I mean, he's a good death bowler. Mm-hmm. Because he's got those in-swinging Yorkers, which he can land on the spot. It's fair to say, when you think T20, you think sixes, don't you? You think really more about the batters than the bowlers. Well, you've got to have bowlers to have a game. I get it. But when you think short form, you think batting. And also, funnily enough, in the T20s, the spin bowlers are are the most important bowling attack. So, A side note, I can't work out why Cameron um, screened last night. Mm Mm-hmm. Didn't bowl himself in the second last or last over. He's got one of the best economies. Have you just just jumped from... I did. I just reminded me of spinners. Yeah. Didn't bowl himself. Mm. That's that's just... Come on, that's ridiculous. And they lost the game. And they lost. He might be injured. No, no, he looked all right. Jeez, he's good looking, isn't he? (laughs) So off the back of this... Oh, by the way, um, Travis Head uh, watched it while consuming some long necks last night. Mm-hmm. He uh, got himself over a mil. Nice. I feel sorry for Maxi, who's he's only guaranteed this year two mil, 2.2. <laughs> two. Six <laughs> weeks worth. two mil, yeah. But, okay, but imagine if he hadn't have been retained, how much would have Maxi went for after that 200? Yeah, but is, there's a fair chance that, you know, that two mil at the stage, he might have been thinking he wasn't going to get much at all. Yeah, so you're like, you know, look, I know it's not the greatest amount, but I'll lock in the two yeah, mil exactly. for two years. Um, and he's a, obviously the double threat, can bowl and bat mm. and field, do everything, Maxie, yep. on one leg. So off the back of that. Is he injured at the moment? Or? No, he's good. Oh. But he did it on one leg. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Did you watch the World Cup? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's say the NRL Nines comp returns for next preseason. It is, isn't it, in New Zealand? I don't know. Okay. 
I don't know. And if they had an IPL-like auction, what player is is demanding the most amount of money okay, at so, auction? And that's interesting because if you set a 13-man game, immediately you say Cleary. Yeah. He's the best player in the game. The rig. But nine aside, completely different. Different format, different sort of athlete as well. Well, you're looking for like ex-beach sprinters, aren't you? And there's one that comes to mind. Yep. Damien Cook. Yep. Bang. How much would you pay? I don't know. What's the salary cap? Is there a salary cap in the IPL? No, it's salary uh, in the IPL. I, I don't think there is, mm. but there may be. Um, there should be. Because the Calcutta Knight Riders, they would just win every year. Yeah. Um, is that right? Are they Calcutta Knight Riders? I just threw that out Calcutta there. Knight. Yeah, um, if I, in nines, I would look at Reese Walsh. No, I'd look at, I reckon, Kalen. Kalen Ponga would be your highest paid. I'd say Kalen. So he's getting 10 mil. I'd say Kalen. I'd say Cam Murray, a forward that can yeah. play long stints and do a yep. lot of work. So, so far, Nathan Cleary, Kalen, Cam. Cleary, Kalen, Cam. Payne Haas, a yeah. big body that needs two or three to bring him down. In Runs like side, a centre. And then also can offload. Yeah. I think Reese Walsh is obvious. Yeah, I, I think Walsh or, I think Walsh or Ponga. I'd have Reese Walsh there just for the fashion stakes. Mm. Like, you know, he'll wear a man bag, Louis Vuitton man bag. He'll have some ridiculous Crocs on. I hate those man bags. I hate Crocs. Oh. Kramer from Brisbane. If you can land a fast in-swing Yorker, this is what I said to you, you're on like Donkey Kong. True. If he can, the interesting word there is if. But Starkey can. He can. But he, he can, normally only knocks over tail enders with it. He can, he can also be quite erratic at times as well. If you had a said to me, mm-hmm. or anyone yesterday, who's going to get the most amount of money out of the Aussies yep. in that IPL auction yesterday, I would not have said Mitch Stark. I would have probably said Travis Head. I wouldn't have said Cummins. Knowing that Maxwell's already signed, yeah. Yeah. Out yeah. of the Australians only. Yeah, out of the Australians. Yeah. I would have said, I probably would have said, yeah, Travis Head. Mitch Marsh? Yeah, Mitch Marsh. Oh, yeah, actually, good call, Sats. Yeah. So what happened to Steve Smith? Didn't get... I don't know. I, haven't had, I, didn't, I didn't get that far. The, the missile and the kids rang, told me they were going for a massage. Jeez, mm. they're loving barley. Canara Cowboy says, you know Canara Cowboy and Rooster Muzz? They, they, you know when they're off the bit? They get in really early, don't yeah. they? And Canara says, give me a long good night. old woke Pat rants about climate change, but he's happy to take millions from one of the biggest polluters in the world. That's Ch- that's Canara Cowboy. That's what I said. Oh, right. Yep. Yeah, no, you're right. Mm. It's don't do what I do, do what I say. Mm. Don't start me. Batsmen who can slog are easy to find in India, but great fast bowlers are rare. That's why those Aussies got the big bucks. Tommy from Sydney. Yeah, Tommy. Good yeah. call, Tommy. Good to see we get a text from a listener who's not angry. Yeah. I've got some more breaking news here. Did you want to talk about the uh, the accountant who left the West Tigers? No. Nah, <laughs> you don't? No. Nah. I hear the cleaner, Mary, has left as well. Mm-hmm. She's doing uh, a swap with the Panthers. Yep. You tried this gear earlier but on, she's, on Daddy and I. She's and going got through, no response. She's going through her 10-day cooling yeah. off period too yep. with the NRL. Mm. They're swapping yep. cleaners. On more serious news, and this what? got reported yesterday, uh, five Teletai Moan, of course, was charged with that yep. uh, that offence, um, which is a, quite a serious offence, actually. It's lucky that the uh, the um, the other person involved was uh, the victim uh, wasn't 
more seriously hurt, if not put in a um, yeah, quite a critical condition. But uh, he was given a two years community service. Now the NRL have handed him a notice, and that's under the league's playing and contract rules. Basically, they've got to give a notice, and you've got to rep- give you time to give you reply to that notice as well. And basically, the notice is saying along the lines of words to the effect: Why should we not deregister your contract. So you need to come up with a, a defense of why you need to stay in the game and you need to uh, satisfy satisfy us why we shouldn't uh, tear up your contract for the NRL. And that means you wouldn't be able to play in any NRL side. So we saw that happen with Matty Lodge some years ago. He did go through the Queensland Cup and played in the Queensland Cup for a for a while to try and get himself back in the game. And as you said, I think that's I think a minimum, minimum six, six month ban. That's a minimum six month ban, I think. And a fine should come with it. I still think as a young man, he, he deserves an opportunity and a window to play the game again. Um, you know, maybe does he get the opportunity to come through the Super League and whether the NRL clubs want to sign him again? Not quite sure. Should he be allowed to play in a New South Wales Cup? Knock-on mm. effect cup only? I think so. So it, Give him a chance to prove that he's changed. You know, and that the by community still, service is by working. still playing yeah. at, at a lower level. I think if you take him away from playing all football at all levels, I don't think that helps with rehabilitation. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree with you as well. I, again, as I it, don't agree with what happened. Oh, no way. Absolutely not. But the, but the courts made their decision. So now how do we best deal with it? And, and what you want is, is a moan to turn his life around, right? Well, he's, he's 21 years of age. So he's only young. Yeah. Well, he's, he's old enough to know the difference between right and wrong. We know that. Um, but I agree. I, I think from an NRL standard, I think mm. he shouldn't be allowed to play for a minimum of 12 months. Yep. But still allowed to play at New South Wales Cup level. Hey, I've got... Um... And, it wouldn't, and, and you know what? If, if he was told he wasn't allowed to play at all, yep. that wouldn't concern me either. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Hey, um... I think there's been precedence, and as you said with Matt Lodge, yep. You know, I think there's there's precedence there, and I think he should be given a chance as well. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, full list of Australians sold last night: Travis Head, one point two two million to the Sunrisers Hyderabad; Pat Cummins, three point six seven to the Sunrisers; Mitch Stark, as we said, four point four three. These are Aussie dollars, by the way, uh, to the Kolkata Knight Riders. Spencer Johnson, oh, he's the good sexy bowler. Spencer, yeah, who. Uzi's worried about all the wives at the Brisbane Heat because yep. he's that good looking. Yeah, he's got himself one point seven eight million. What? He's going to. I think it's the Gujarat Titans. I think they're one of the new teams. One point seven eight million. He reminds me of Mitch Stark, actually. Not not in looks, of course, but certainly in. What are you saying about Stark? Well, because he's a big left armer. Bowls bowls with some serious heat. Yeah. Well, Mitch is, Mitch doesn't care. He's married. He's happy. Mm. Um, Jai Richardson, $892,000 to Delhi Capitals. Yeah, well done. Ashton Turner, 178000 to the Lucknow Super Giants. Now, the unsold Australian players, have a listen to this. Steve Smith, Josh Inglis, Josh Hazelwood. So how does – and we've got a text here too from Budster. Evening, lads, 4.4 for Stark. Hazelwood misses out. Oh, how does Josh Hazelwood miss out? I don't know. Is it a, is it a speed thing? I don't know because it shouldn't be. Sean, uh, Sean Abbott missed out. Yep, he bowled well in the when, well. He fielded it well in the. Well, you look in at the our Cup you look at our depth of bowlers when it comes to our speed. You got Scotty Boland as well. Yep. Um, Lance Morris missed out. Riley Meredith missed out. He's a good bowler as well. The bloke who tore up Adelaide Oval last night, the striker skipper Matt Short, missed out. 
What about Nathan Lyon, the goat? Uh, I don't know if he put himself up. Yeah, okay. Well, he didn't. He actually didn't. But there's some big names. Billy Stanlake, the big, big Billy. Yep. He missed out. Where's Agar? Ben Cutting. Well, he's been around for. Or, I mean, Ben Dorsch has missed out. So lots of players um, did miss out on that. So incredible. You know, Stark, have a listen to this as we go to a break. You know, you've probably had a hard day at work just trying to get yourself sorted before you go on Chrissy holidays. If Stark bowls his full allotment of four overs every game in the IPL, he will take home $13,184 for every legal delivery. Oh, stop the fire. Come on, that's ridiculous. Are you serious? $13,184 per delivery. Do you know what? They should penalise him every time he bowls a wide well, no, they're getting more value for money, aren't they? Because he's bowling more deliveries. <laughs> yeah, true. Mate, he's, he's, he's worth will just plummet. Yeah. There you have it, IPL. That's the, um, that's the good oil thanks to Cobram Estate. Uh, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil grown harvested and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. Hey, which players, if there was a nines competition, which player would you like in your team? Which team, what rugby league player would you need in your team? Break time. When we come back, Jai Opatia joins us from Saudi Arabia ahead of his big fight Sunday morning here on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Oh, that was a special moment in at Wembley Stadium. His first major overseas fight, Sats, was yeah, it? Yeah, after, well, after he won the title against Brutus, yeah, absolutely. Jai Opatia, one of our favourite boxers, joining us again on Sports Days. He gets ready for a massive fight Sunday morning, our time, which is Christmas Eve in Saudi Arabia. Jai, thanks for your time, mate. Thank you, boys. Thanks for having me. So, the last time we spoke to you, Joy, obviously you'd uh, you're setting yourself up for the big fight against Jordan Thompson, it and then pu- it pummeled him. And then after the knockout, uh, you made a huge statement, not only against Maris Brutus when you won the belt, and then Jordan Thompson in Wembley, but you get to fight Christmas Eve, Australian time, which is unbelievable for if you're if you're a sports fan in Saudi Arabia, in potentially one of the biggest fight cards we've seen in a while. How, how excited are you? Pumped, man. You know, I'm pumped to be here. Uh, this is the biggest boxing card in history. You know what I mean? And I'm a part of it. You know, I've earned my spot here. You know, and to be here, especially, you know, representing Australia so more, you know, not many kids like me make it to these big stages like this, you know. It, it, it's it's sort of common for these, you know, these Yanks and these Pommies to be here. But for people like us, man, you know, we've gone against the grain. So I'm, I'm pumped and I'm ready to make a statement. Yeah, for the listeners out there, is Deontay Wilder, Anthony Joshua, Kiwi Joseph Parker fighting as well. It's a, it's a great card if you're you're a fight fan. Steve from Dubbo, he's one of our listeners. He'll uh, he'll be frothing over this now. Saudi Arabia, just give us a bit of a synopsis. What what's it like? Apparently, I've never been there. They they tell me it's just the next level of wealth. Man, it, they have really set a bar here, right? Like they've uh, raised the bar and set an awesome standard there. I think I haven't even left this hotel. You know, there's. Uh, <laughs> I've been here just training. They they put a boxing gym downstairs. They put um, 
apparently it's the it's the biggest crown plaza in the world. Um, the conditioning gym here, they've got um, the the buffet, breakfast, lunch, and dinner is perfect for what we need. It's got all the meats and salads. Like it is just proper five star. You know what I mean? And and I'm pumped. It's it's all just you know it, it's how world champions should be treated. So mm. you know I, I'm. I'm honoured and I'm, I just cannot wait to put on the show next week. Joe, it's funny you say that because my, my next question to you was, is is this how fighters should be treated? And are we going to see more and more fighters fighting their big fights, good money as well, uh, in Saudi Arabia and, and snubbing Vegas, for example? Man, I, I don't see how they couldn't, you know what I mean? Like, these opportunities and, and just the money they're, they're throwing around, you know? Like, they're, they're bringing promoters that have never worked together, bringing them together, you know? So, and it's good for the sport, mm. you know? This is this is the biggest card in history, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's not just um, cross-platform or, you know, like YouTubers or, you know, UFC versus boxing. This is purely just boxing and respectable fighters, so... You know, I'm honoured to be on this card. And, and you know, me, me and Bivol, you know, Bivol's one of the best fighters of our generation yeah. right now. And and me and him are the only two that aren't heavyweights on this card. So, you know, for, for us to be on here, man, you know, we, we've earned our spot, you know. So I, I, I am dead set pumped. So I'm, I'm happy to be here, but I've earned this spot. So, yeah, Dimitri you know, Bivol. I'm, I'm dead set jumping out of my skid to just jump, out, jump in this ring. Yeah, Dimitri Bivol, of course, he beat Canelo. Um, yeah, yeah right. one of Canelo's yeah. sort of last most previous fights. He's an absolute, he's an absolute beast. Now, you fought so hard to get, finally get a a world title shot, and you you beat Maris Breedis, who on the Gold Coast you've, you had that shattered jaw. We've all heard about that story, which is going to be part of your legacy as well. But you've decided to vacate that belt you won to uh, that you won against Breedis. Were you disappointed that, that they, they didn't let you defend your belt against your this coming opponent, this uh, Ellis Zorro? Um, yeah, it is disappointing. You know, it's um, you know, I bust my ass for that that belt. You know, I I broke my jaw in two spots in the fight, but the road to recovery was probably the hardest thing. You know, four months of of not being able to chew. You know, it was four months. If I couldn't fit through a fixed straw, I couldn't eat it. You know what I mean? It was. It was torture, and and I had to drag myself out of some mental holes for that. But you know, it, it, I, I earned that belt, and now I feel like Breedis gets a fight for it. He took the easy route, mm. you know. He hasn't even earned it, but um, it is what it is, you know. I feel like this fight and fighting on this platform, this is a uh, this is like a world title fight on its own, you know what I mean? So I'm just looking at all the positives. So you know, IBF can do what they want. You know, this I'm 28 years old. I'm I'm just getting kicked off in my my career. So, you know, I, I know the belts will come back. I know there'll be more belts, and and when they do come, I'll win those ones. Well, that's what I was going to ask you actually. Um, it's because Joy, I love that you're going to get what I would think be your biggest payday, and you deserve every cent of it, and and more. And I hope there's going to be more of that to come. And what you're going to get with this fight is a good payday, and eventually they'll have to come back through you anyway, won't they? Um, yeah, well, we got to just work our way up the rankings and do what we do, how we got the belt in the first place. You know what I mean? We got it off, um, you know, when we first fought Breedis, I was the first to mandatory. So, you know, we just do that exact same thing again. And, um, you know, being over here in Riyadh, 
you know, in Saudi Arabia, these guys can make shit happen. So, you know, all, all I got to do is, uh, is, is, is train my ass off and be ready to win these fights. Yeah, Whoever nice. they put in front of me, that's who I have to beat. And then the rest will fall into place. Now, how close? The last time we spoke to you, you said, I'd love to fight for a world title in my hometown of where you live now, which is Central Coast. Uh, so if you get through El Azoro, which I think you will, and you'll make another huge statement on the on the boxing platform, do you think that might happen? Do you think the fight against maybe a Breedus next, who you fought to win the title, do you think that could p- potentially be in the Central Coast, or do you think it'll be back in the Middle East somewhere? Um. Well, I've got a two-fight deal with the Saudi Arabians here in Riyadh, so uh, part of the Riyadh season. So I'll, my this fight and another fight will be here. Um, but you know, I'm not letting go of that dream. You know, I, I speak about it a lot, and I always push for it for that Gosford Stadium fight, and I'm and I'm really going to push for uh, a world title fight there in Gosford Stadium because you know I've wanted that fight for such a long time, since I was a kid, pretty much, you know, I've, I've dreamt of bringing a world title fight back to my hometown, and, you know, and, and I feel like being here, fighting on these big stages makes those fights more possible, you know what I mean, Be, building my profile, um, you know, I, I'm heading in the right path, you know, all, all, all the, all i got to do is keep winning these fights, you mm. know what I mean, they cannot deny me, if I just train hard and win fights, the rest will fall into place. Yeah, some of these big heavyweights you just mentioned, Deontay Wilder, Anthony Joshua, Joseph Parker, but Wilder and Joshua, have you come across them yet since you've been over there? Um, yeah, I've caught up with them to like, see them around and stuff, but I'm not here to make friends. You know, I'm not here to hang out. You know, I'm here for my own journey and my own job, you know, so... If anything, I could, I'd love to move around with them and spar and do something useful. You know, I'm not here to shake hands and, and make friends. We're, we're here on a mission. We're here to get a job done. You know, I'm here to stick our flags in the ground and, and tell them, bro, we mean business, you know. So, yeah, I can save all that friendship shit for later. Yep. I love it. I, yeah. lo- I am so friggin' pumped right now. This is this is exactly how he, you sounded, Jai, going into that Wembley fight. And mm. I've got chills down the back of my neck. Now, on a light side. When you won the fight in Wembley, when you smashed Thompson to smithereens, you took your mum on a holiday. Now, I think you went to Amsterdam. Was that correct? Yeah, we went to uh, we went to Paris and then we went to Amsterdam. Good on you. I couldn't imagine my mum in Amsterdam. Look out. When, <laughs> when you beat Zorro, where are you taking mum for a holiday? <laughs> I don't know, man. We'll, we'll just see what happens. Um, you know, I'm just... I'm on a mission right now, you know. I'm not yeah. thinking of fun. I'm, I'm, you know, and, and I've got another fight. I, I want a quick rollover after this fight. So, you know, I'm hoping these these next couple of years of my life are crucial. You know, I, I'm just minimal mistakes, hard work every day. You know, so I'm hoping one day we can all just kick back and I'll get to look after my family and go fishing for the rest of my life. So, yeah, you know, I just got to do my career right, he train loves- hard. And the rest will fall into place, mate. So, he absolutely loves you. his fishing, Jace. I got yeah. told from a mate of mine, he loves his fishing. Now, um, <laughs> I cannot wait, Joe, i got to say. And this is the third time we've had you on, even before you're, you're getting prepared for Maris Breeder. So we feel as though we've been part of that journey and, and we're going to continue flying your flag because you deserve everything you get. We love you, mate. Thank you. I appreciate that, boys. I hey, look you. forward to you getting the uh, job done against Elisoro Sunday morning. 
our time. Uh, get the job done. Enjoy your Christmas, and we'll catch up with you again in the new year on Sports Day. Thank you, Jai Apataya. Thank you, boys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Boys Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight for Sports Day. 0457 736 736 is our text number if you're in Australia. Double eight double three in NZ. But of course, you can also call us on one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. Lots of texts coming through and great comments about uh, Jaya Pattaya. Yeah, Simon from Balgani. He'll definitely be watching. Steve, we know how much you love your boxing as well. Stingray says, "I don't know what Jai means. I don't know what that means, Stingray." Uh, but he's certainly a class act, and you can see how channeled he is. You know, you try to break him down, try to be funny with him. And he just said, no, hey, mate, get back in your place. Oh, might not be funny as well. Get back in your pigeonhole. But he took his mum to I, Amsterdam. How to... many people have taken their mum to Amsterdam? I couldn't take my mum to Amsterdam. No. No, like, I I think she'd be disgusted. Oh, what do you mean? By... Like, I don't think she'd sort of, I don't think she'd get amongst it. No cookies for mum? No, no cookies for mum. Don't tell her. Just mm. go into a cafe and say, mum, would you like a latte? She doesn't stop talking at the best of times. Imagine that. She'd be giggling. Oh. She might even find you funny. Mm. Or she might say, Scotty, can you get me a pizza? Mm. I feel pecky. Now, Steve-O says, hey, guys, I've already put my round bets on. I'm going to go back and hit rounds one, two, and three. Gamble responsibly. What's that mean? Why? So he's talking about Jai Opatire, the rounds that he oh, believes. Oh, I thought he was talking about NRL. Right, he'll, yes. He'll yes. knock out um, yeah, Zorro. Can you remember what round it was when he knocked out Jordan Thompson? It was, it was four or five. But he absolutely... Because Jordan Thompson... Really jammed him with a right hand, which yeah, would have knocked a lot early. of guys out. Yeah. And he fired straight back with his massive left and knocked him out the next round. I'm telling you, and, and this is purely based on what Sats has taught me about Jai and us talking to him and getting to know him, he is going to be some sort of fighter. Mm. I mean, he already is, but you know what I mean? He's, he's got, he'll get the recognition he deserves. Sats. Isn't it interesting how he answered the question about Saudi Arabia? And it is, it's, I have a feeling it's becoming boxing version of live golf. Yeah. Well, the IPL have done it, haven't they, with, with, with cricket. I mean, yep. people are putting their their careers on hold in a lot of formats of cricket to hopefully get picked up by the IPL. So I like how he said, this is how athletes need to be treated. Mm. You know, they're staying in, you know, it was such a big card. They're staying in, you know, first-class facilities. They're training in first-class facilities. and He got me back. Yeah. He said the buffets are great mm. and the I, food we need. <laughs> I've got to say, you know, he unfortunately fights in a in a weight category which isn't heavily celebrated. It's the, not sexy. The cruiserweights, it's just yeah. under the heavyweights. And um, guys like Evander Holyfield, and that, they were once cruiserweight world champions. Alexander Usyk, who's fighting mm. at the moment, they had to move up to the heavyweights to get some respectability. And How hard would that be for him? Easy. Well, that- well he, they've got to be 91 kilos at fun fight day at cruiserweight. And he would probably walk around at 95, 96 outside of fight time. So where does heavyweight start? 90, well, 91 and a half. Oh, right. Sort of up to, they want to put and try and put another weight category in, in between. But, um, but, you're, but then again, when you go to heavyweights, you're fighting guys like Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury who are 6'8 and 6'10, 6'10. 
in six foot eight. What about the back fat on Tyson Fury? Oh, that I was mesmerized by that. Yeah. That that's what it would be like seeing me topless. <laughs> Maybe even worse. What what category, what weight category would I be in if I became a boxer? Super heavyweights. Super super. Against remember Butterbean? Yeah. And yeah, those sort of guys. Butterbean would kill me. <laughs> Did you ever see that um what was the guys you saw have uh Johnny Knoxville? Oh, um, yeah, um, something ass. What are they called? Um, Jackass. Jackass. They got um, one of them went into a just like a, a big retail store one day <laughs> with Butterbean, <laughs> both right. of their boxing gear on. And Butterbean just bashed this guy senseless, <laughs> and he was knocking over all the like all the all the displays. And, Don't yeah. try this at home, yeah. kids. Mick on the text. Yes, Jai, go punch everyone's face off. <laughs> now, Mick, we're trying to encourage our kids to do that, right? So, what time will that be, Mick? In Margaret River. So if it's around sort of... Oh, don't, Mick. If it's like 2 or 3 o'clock Queensland, New South Wales time, Sunday morning, that'll be at what, about 11 o'clock at night WA time. What time, what time did we see the ad today on KO? It about was, 3 hours. 3 was it 3 a.m. or 4 a.m.? 3 a.m. daylight saving time. So it'll be midnight. Mm. That's, when the, that's when the undercard starts. Yep. Um, yep. But, uh, mate, I'm, there's so much stuff I've got to do Christmas Eve to get the joint ready for people coming over. Yeah. How, how much do you reckon my missile will let me sit on the couch and watch boxing? It'll go to about midday. Well, you haven't seen her in a week and a half. There's a big chance that you're not. Oh, you're, I'm going to get lucky. As soon as you go home, you might have, you get put on the workbench straight away. You mean? Yeah. Mm, um, God, I'll be chafed. 097 says, Kawaja is a flog. Of a tire is a legend. <laughs> Why? Can I just no? Can I just say what? he's refreshing to talk to? Yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. political rubbish. I know. There's no nothing. It's just I'm going to go out and beat the crap out of everyone. Mm. That's what he wants. He doesn't want to make friends. Wasn't that interesting? Because I wanted to then dovetail into. So have you seen Wilder and and these sort of guys like six foot seven, six foot? Like are they just massive? And he well he threw that down pretty quickly, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he, he doesn't water want on mates. that and said, you know what? I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to bash someone. Get my paycheck and go, and then move on to my next fight. Paycheck will be about seven hundred thousand for this. Yeah, he's fight, got a two so fight it's... deal and with pay TV as well. He might end up earning around sort of two two million dollars, which yeah. is really good. Yeah, that's good for him because he's you know he's like I said his weight category. They don't get paid a lot of money. All right, break time. When we come back, uh, we'll do a cricket update for you. I mean, there is some more stuff uh, other than the IPL auction. People making millions. At that. Uh, plus, there is a BBL game tonight as well, so some of our audience will be leaving us soon. This is Sports Day. Back with more in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. Uh, we'll get to some of your texts in just a moment. Um, we're going to get some texts on your nines team. Let's say it, nines is set up like the IPL. Which players would you be paying a ton of cash for in your nines team? BBL update, thanks to Tui's. I feel like a Tui's or two. Drink responsibly. Uh, we talked about Stark, the Calcutta Knight Riders, 4.4 million. 
Uh, the Adelaide Strikers four won. Four, four million rupee. How no, much, it's Australian. How much is that in Australian? No, that is Australian dollars. Because oh, no. the auction happens in US dollars. Mm. So your jokes aren't funny. Why is it in US dollars? I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah, well, I come up with a good question. <laughs> you do. That's why you are. On the big bucks. You are yeah. Australia's 18th greatest cricket journalist. Yeah. Adelaide Strikers won last night, six wickets, two balls left in the last over. But what an innings from Matty Short, who was actually on the list of people at the IPL auction. I think his reserve was 300,000. Got snubbed. Mm-hmm. Got snubbed. Obviously, no one from any of those Indian franchises were watching the Big Bash last night. Good he, crowd last night. Yeah, 20-odd thousand yeah. Uh, in Adelaide, which is great. Tonight, the Canes take on the Scorchers. Uh, the bat flip's been won by the Hurricanes and they will bat first. Um, Craig McDermott's son, Benny, playing. Uh, also, Tim David, the professional T20 player. He's out there as well. No, he's not. Uncle's a... Craig David, the singer. Yeah. Anyway, looking forward to that. Brought to you by Tui's, our cricket update. I feel like a Tui's or two. Uh, drink responsibly. A couple of texts on the nines. Well, yeah, Stormy Daniel, he's um, always a wealth of knowledge. The NRL nines have been put on ice by the, both the NRL and the International Rugby League. The last, last NRL nines tournament was in 2020 in Perth, pre-COVID. Yeah, I remember that. It's a good tournament. I like. I loved it when it was at Eden Park. The NRL nine, stepper from Redcliffe, the hammer would be a ripper playing nine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, what about Scotty Drinkwater? Scotty Drinkwater would be good. Munster, Munster? unpredictable. Uh, we've got a really good uh, set of players here also from it's Harlem, uh, Harlem Shine in, in New Zealand, which we'll get to after the break. Rightio, SCM listeners are now leaving us for the Scorchers and the Hurricanes. Want to keep listening to us? Download the SCN app. We're on there for our second hour. And also you can listen via the Super Radio Network. More of Sports Day thanks to Kia World Gym shortly. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. It was a wonderful segment. The one-time segment. Yeah, it was a one-off um, opportunity, and Sats and I have made an executive decision not to put Daddy Vass through that torture again. Yeah. We, we've got to put someone else through it, but so let's torture someone else. I think it's bullying. One of your daughters, maybe? Oh God, don't torture me. Mm. No, because no, it doesn't work like that, because... The reason why I thought that segment was going to work yep. was because of Daddy's personality. Mm. And, yeah, I, I can sit here and listen to him talk all night. Yeah. I mean, we won't get through much. I don't want to look at his sideburns. Oh, no. Nah, I think they'll come into their own, and he'll come in soon for three burning questions, yep. but those sideburns will come into their own when they start to grow some bush. You know what I mean? Like they're Kate bit, Bush. Yeah, they're, yeah. Bit, they're a bit... Flat at the moment and manicured, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. yeah, they need to be. Um, they need to be bushy. Mm. He needs to look like um, who, Lawrence Fishburne or whoever he is. Remember in um, who was the actor in um, Matrix? No, who? in 
in the movie with John Travolta, um, Pulp Fiction. Who was no, that? That's Samuel L. Jackson. But he needs to. He needs mm. to get him to Samuel L. L. Jackson. <laughs> and then, that, mate, they'll look good, won't they? They will look good. Probably has got the frizzy hair like Samuel L. had. Um, watching, I love all these old games they have on Fox League. A nineteen ninety three match, I think it is. I think it's nineteen ninety three. It's a match against uh, nineteen ninety five against the Illawarra Steelers, the Broncos at the at um, at Wollongong. God, it's a beautiful stadium in the old days. Yeah, yeah, the still old, is today with the yeah, hill, the old right wind, on the ocean, the old wind stadium. Yep. Um, you just having a go at me because. You're trying to website. buy a camp chair. Well, I want to buy a camp chair. Uh, when are you going camping? Because you don't like camping. I know, but I've got a couple of weeks off, so I'm thinking about. Well, I just need one anyway. Camp. And you're doing a radio show every Saturday morning on our SCN Queensland stations about yep. getting out in the outdoors. Yeah, with TJM. So, um, but you don't like going outdoors. No, I do like going outdoors. But this camping chair is more about when you just go to Barbies and stuff. Oh. We went to one last weekend, and we I think we're the only people in Australia that don't have like camping chairs, barbecue chairs. So, would you take a sofa? No, we took nothing. Oh, so he stood up the whole time where yes. everyone was sitting down. Yes. Oh, that's embarrassing. So there's one here which is a Queensland origin, Queensland origin um, camping chair. Does it knock some of your teeth out when you sit down? <laughs> do you do you lose a bit of IQ when you sit in that as well? Do you? Wow. Do you feel like saying Queenslander? <laughs> Seriously, what is it with you Queenslanders about origin? Us uh, New South Welshmen are more passionate about well, it than you people. Queensland just get it. They just get it, do they? <laughs> yeah. uh, now, we've got some text here about Talatai Moan, um, and he's been given a notice by the NRL. He's got time to uh, to respond to that about why he shouldn't be deregistered. Steve says he needs another chance. And Tabman64 says Junior Moan deregistered. He said Dylan Brown got seven weeks suspension, both guilty, both serious crimes. Where's the consistency? So they they both were very serious serious allegations and and of course Junior Moan um, pled not guilty and based on that based on um, wounded Did eagle says here the problem with the Moan is he pled not guilty not guilty equals no remorse equals no contract the difference with Lodge he admitted his guilt I I, mm, I mean it's an that's an interesting observation. Maybe in his mind he thought he was not guilty, but that's well. He would have been also advised by his, his yes, lawyer. Yes, yeah. that's right. So, but he, he, look, he's been found guilty, and he's yep. been given a uh, community service. You make a good, you make a good point there, Wounded Eagle, as well. Cause yeah, we're going to do something very soon, um, which is Sports Day Outlaws. Sports Day Outlaws, which actually now that you've sent that in, Wounded Eagle, around uh, Lodge admitting his guilt, the. The athlete we're going to be talking about was also given an ultimatum by the boss of his sport mm. about his charges as well. Mm. Yeah. This is the guy who involved chickens in his crime, didn't he? <laughs> no. Was it? No. Oh, no, it was another animal. Yeah. That's right. Now, uh, this is from Harlem Shine as well, I think it is. Yeah. Great show, lads. Thank you very much. Players in your nines team. Yep. Okay, so give me a tick or a dum-dum. Okay. Okay, based on your opinion. Roger Tuivasa-Shek, the Fox. What? Nah. He's not the player he used to be. Okay. Benny Hunt. What, in nines? Yeah, no? too old. Uh, Paddy Carrigan. What? He's only scored like one try, hasn't he? Oh. Uh, he doesn't the, know how to find the try line. The Cheese. 
It was? Really? This is better. Okay. Too slow. David Fafita. Wow. Why? Because uh, he's injured. No, nah, but he'd be right for it. Okay. okay. So why? Too big. Okay. In nine, we're talking about nines. You've got to be able yeah. to run around. Mate, he'll be stuffed. Okay. Uh, Reese Walsh. Uh, Payne Haas. Nathan Cleary. <laughs> and the Kiwi kicker from the Dolphins. Jermaine Asako. Well, he's a Kiwi That's too, a good list. by the way. That's a very good list. Well done. Who would you have in your nines? It's like yeah. IPL time, right? Yep. So you've got unlimited funds. Mm. Who would you have... In your nines. Hey, listen, some bloke, I won't have my nines. And there have been some concerns uh, tonight. Glenn has probably had too many by now. He needs to be on by seven on Wednesdays. Yeah, true. Steve from Dubbo concerned. Is it true, new, uh, Glenn, uh, have you been looking after yourself tonight or have you had too many? No, I haven't had too many, mate. I never have too many. Yeah, good well, stuff. Well, I, no, I tend to disagree with that. Tonight, mate. How's Beverly, the bus driver? Yeah, she's great. She's Is she great. There? She arrived safely up at Sage's place. That was fantastic. But this, this, mate, all I'm going to do tonight is a very brief intro and then a song dedicated to you, Justin, and Rooster Mungrel. This is awesome. And my new, my new bevy member, the Bottle O Manager. She's beautiful, mate, down at BWS Mayfield. She said to me when I went in there today, she said, Glenn, geez, your Waratah West Wacky Wednesday must have been brilliant last night. I said, that's actually on tonight, Dale. Why do you say that? She said, we've had record bottle sales the last two nights. Yeah, okay. Right I said, well, listen in tonight, Dale. Yep. Right here. She said, I will. Okay. So, so what so song are you singing? here we go, Justin. You ready, mate? Yep. Never. It's amazing how you can speak right to my heart without saying a word. You can light up the dark. Hello? Try as I may, I could never explain what I hear when you don't say a thing. Bring it home, Glenn. Bring it home. Okay. <laughs> you say it best, Justin Rooster Mungrel, when you say nothing at all. <laughs> good night, everyone. Good night. Happy good night. Christmas. Warrants our West Wacky Wednesdays. And I'll look forward to... That's, that's top that shelf. was very good. That was very, very good. That well was done. good. There was an angle to that too. Oh He's no, I now. get it. Yeah, he, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Do you think you think we worry about him? Yeah. Rooster and Ma, Rooster Muzz is the funniest bloke who texts our radio show. Yeah, hundred percent. Adrian, where have you been? Oh mate, just uh, been busy. But look, I just want to make a comment about the Mitchell Johnson David Warner thing. Yeah. I want to know does does CA stand for Cricket Australia or Coward Australia? What Fancy, uh, well, they're just pathetic. Fancy um, uh, taking, you know, Mitchell Johnson had a couple of speeching engagements and Cricket Australia cancelled those on him. What gutless wonders. And for them to to, to say that when George Bailey come out and said, you know, are you okay? If that wasn't a, uh, an attempt to discredit Johnson's comment, yeah, you know, but something like saying, you know, you know, it was a mental health thing. That's just disgusting on George Bailey's part. And Cricket Australia said, oh, no, that wasn't the case. We support George Bailey. Well, Mitchell Johnson, social media is running 80% in favour of Mitchell Johnson. He had every right to comment what he said. And I fully support Mitchell.
Mitchell Johnson and George Barty for saying that. Disgraceful. And Cow Cricket Australia, gutless wonders. Well, yeah, it is a cancel culture. Yeah, uh, we know I, that. Thanks, Adrian. I think you agree, Adrian. I think he had every right to say, uh, give his opinion. Absolutely, Mitchell Johnson. I can see why, as we said last night, mm. I can see why Cricket Australia would have been a great ticket. Cancel him, but yeah, it would have been. It would have been a great ticket to listen to him, and and I'm I'm thinking he would have been man enough to to put up with it as well. I I I reckon it was the chance for Cricket Australia to be strong and go right. What do you mean, Mitch? Mm. I I just think it would have been a wonderful situation yeah. to be in. Don't cancel stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's get two sides of the story. Yeah, thanks. It's, is that the most sensible Adrian's ever been? He was angry. He's always no. He's always sensible. But he was angry. You could hear it in the tone in his voice. He's what's always he, got a little bit of anger. Well, no, what's he's he pa- no, he's not angry. He's passionate. What? So what? What group is he in again? Um, just. While you're doing that, yep. uh, Epic has arrived. The all-electric Kia EV9, proud sponsors of Sports Day, along with World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness and nutrient ag solutions, going further for Australian farmers. That's ridiculous coming up real soon. But while you look for that... He's in our Goodwill hunting. Adrian? Yeah. No, he's with Rooster Muzz now. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, so, bad one, two, seven. You, you can't text us and go, wow, Radio Gold. It wasn't Radio Gold. It was. It was just radio. He's an icon. It's not He's an icon. icon. Okay, and Rooster Muzz, you are right. Um, have you got a tick there for Rooster, Rooster Muzz? So it is. Um, let's listen to this audio very fir- uh, firstly. Austin play to the left. Michael Vick keeping. Splits free at the 40. Breaks free at the 50. Hurting on the chest. Into Akron territory. Reversing the speed at the 30. He's amazing, folks. How could a football star making literally millions of dollars allegedly get involved in something like this? Allegations of hanging, shooting, body slamming, even electrocuting dogs to death as part of a multi-state underground dog fighting operation. So that is Michael Vick. Now, those who don't know who Michael Vick is and Rooster Muzz, as I said, you, uh, you guessed correctly. He's a left-handed quarterback. Now, most clubs usually avoid the left-handed quarterbacks, but this is a kid that went through college. He went to Virginia Tech. He was drafted uh, in the first round by the Atlanta Falcons in 2000 and then started playing the NFL 2001. Now, I think he's in the top three greatest running quarterbacks of all time. Really? I mean, he is lightning quick. He could have been a running, he could have been running back. Mm. He is so quick. He had a great step. He had a bullet pass. So the 2001, he plays his first season. Fast forward to 2007, and we hear that that news report. He's a, there's a guy that's arrested outside of bar for uh, drugs in his car, and the address that he provides is his cousin, Michael Vick. Now, a warrant for search of narcotics on the premises of Michael Vick uh, is, um, is given to police. Can I stop you there? Yeah? Was Michael Vick a player as well? No, Michael Vick was the player. Oh, sorry. Oh, about. so, yeah, okay, Another gotcha. guy was arrested. I've caught up, yeah, sorry. Yeah, another caught, yeah, guy yeah. was arrested. So they get a warrant to search for narcotics on this property, and instead of finding narcotics on Michael Vick's property because mm. this guy was arrested, they found 66 dogs, over 50 pit bulls, fighting equipment, a dog fighting pit on his property, and the name of it was Bad News Kennel. This is horrible. It's It's absolutely horrific. Now... Dog fighting is illegal in 48 of the 50 states. How is it not illegal in 50 states? I know. I know. But it's a multi-billion dollar industry. Is it? Absolutely. Now, basically what they do is you bet on the dogs like you do the horses, the dogs, the harness, whatever it may be, and people sit around and watch it 
And they watch two vicious dogs just rip into each other and they bet on it. And it's big money involved. And the dogs themselves. And the breeding, I'd say. Yeah, are worth big money through really? breeding. He was making millions out of this, Michael Vick, and also earning millions of yeah, dollars yeah. as well playing for the Atlanta Falcons. Now, he was, he was one of the, the best quarterbacks in the competition at that time. Now, um, so he pleads guilty to arranging, fully funding, betting, executing dogs, and gets two years prison. Okay. He loses his contract with the Falcons, and they sent a letter to Michael Vick demanding that he reimburses them $20 million of his $37 million bonus. Jeez. Yeah. So the NFL suspends him indefinitely. And this is what we're talking about with uh, the pleading not guilty and and also Matt Lodge pleading guilty is that he was told by Roger Goodall, who's the commissioner for the NFL, mm. that we're going to suspend you indefinitely. So never to play the game never again. Never to play again unless you help the federal agents in this dog reading bing, uh, this dog yeah. uh, fighting uh, ring, which he does. Pleads guilty, uh, helps out the federal agents, and he gets released in 2009, two years later, and the Philadelphia Eagles immediately sign him because he's a gun. He's been out of the game two years and went on to and to play in the NFL and retired in 2016. How'd he go with the Eagles? So the only thing that he was criticised for, oh, the Eagles, yeah, he played a couple of years, was still really good, but the two years out really hurt him. Mm. He went from sort of club to club. If he, didn't go, if he didn't do stupidly what he did, he was always criticised for not winning too many games in what they call the postseason over there, the finals. But he would have gone, he would have been a Hall of Famer. Yeah, fair to Yeah, and the reason why he's not a Hall of Famer is because he didn't win a lot of postseason games. But I remember he, when he came back. Oh, when, go and watch the highlights of Michael Vick, V-I-C-K. He is one of the most dynamic gridiron players you'll ever see as a running. You know, because the, the quarterbacks usually, they're not big runners because they're usually yeah. six foot four, six foot five. They're quite cumbersome. They're very good with the passing game, of course. Whenever whenever they they look like they're going to get any contact, they just throw themselves on the ground. They concede. Michael Vick was just like a, you know, he was like a centre in rugby league. Yeah, right. I yeah. wish Josh Allen didn't run the other day, by the way, <laughs> for the Bills. Good one, Sats. Really good. One. Sad story though. Yeah, it's a, a dog horrible fighting story. And, yeah. You know they they fight to the death, don't they? These they do. Dogs. And when they execute, if they lose and they're consistently losing. They get rid of them. Well, that's when he used to execute them. Yeah, sad. So out of the 66 dogs, they took them all in. A large portion of them were retrained and put out to, like, foster families. Oh, nice. Yeah. I still can't believe that it's only banned in 48 states. I know. Ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. Crazy. There you have it. Uh, Sports Day Outlaws. Should we finish it with the stinger? Well done, well done tonight. Hey, listen, 127's been on the text, 0457-736-736. Good to hear Adrian is back. What a Christmas surprise. Absolutely, I agree. And we've also got a lot of support here. Steve-O says, uh, I want to sponsor Glenn financially. I'll be doing community service to ensure he remains liquored up. That was outstanding. No, they can't say that. But, it, but uh, also crime scene. Welcome to the show for the first time, crime scene. I'm glad Glenn came on to sing. I won't be buying his Christmas album, but you made up for last night. Sounds too sober, though. Woogie and Worm, I'm with the Broken Hill Accountant Re Cricket Australia. Yep. Uh, no, I think you got that wrong. Rooster Muzz, Adrian's not from Broken Hill. No, he's from, he's from Rouse Hill. Yeah, and he's a... 
he's a real estate agent, not an accountant. Remember? Mm. Davey Warner doesn't care. He loves the mud getting thrown at him, fires him up. Uh, little man syndrome. Yeah, true, Mick. Uh, in the words of Red Simons, dong him woogie. Daniel from Prairie Wood. Guys, oh, I loved it. What about Jim from Wyon? Guys, watching a Tigers forward next year for newer pole. Pole. Pole, is it? Mm. He will be rookie of the year with the right coach. He's a really good player. Is he? Jim, yeah, he's a tremendous player. Well, hopefully they don't get rid of him as well. Yeah. If they were able to keep him and Sean Bloor in the squad. You're still blown away by Tupo going to... Junior Tupo with the Dolphins. It's still (laughs) that 10-day cooling off period. But again, we don't know what happens behind the scenes. But when you look at him on face value, he is... He's an exceptional young player. Afternoon, gents. Can you imagine the carnage Reese Walsh would create with all the extra space oh. on the field nine spot? Michael, you are 100% correct, Exactly. Mate. We'll give him a tick. Here we go. Well done. Bondi Jack, Sats. Jimmy Smith said a fair result for a Monet six weeks out. I suppose, Bondo Jack, when you weigh that up against, like one of our earlier uh, listeners said, that Dylan, Dylan Brown as well, serious offence, um, that also was only suspended for six weeks, I suppose. But, but that was, pr- I reckon that was soft. Absolutely, it was. Well, Rat Rogers called for Dylan Brown to be extradited out of the country for he, committing a crime. He did, yeah, he did. No, it should have been taken a lot more serious. But um, and again, we don't know what the evidence, the overall evidence is. Yeah. Uh, Bondi Jack says Jimmy qualifies as the ideal bleeding heart left wing snivel libert- libertarian. Bondi Jack, what? We call hey, Bondi, Bondi Jack. Bondi, Jimmy Smith's a rooster's man. Yeah, they but see that you turn on your own, don't you? You turn on your own. Brown paper bags. <laughs> Roosters. <laughs> Was that James Magnuson's laugh then? Whoa, that's wow. What's what's he done? What's the missile done to you? Nothing. Right, yeah. Mm. Um, we better go to a break. This is Sports Day. Uh, thanks to Kia Well Gym and Nutrient Ag Solutions. Going further for Australian farmers. Geez, the Hurricanes in early trouble in the BBL. They are two for eight. Craig David's nephew. Nephew Tim David's in. He's he's not walking away. He's walking to the crease. Got it. Done. I'm going home. See you. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. Two for 17, the Hurricanes. 2.3 overs. David's four not out. And Jewel, God, she's a good singer. Wasn't she? Who? Jewel. Jewel used to live in a car. Did she? Yeah, used to live in her car, yeah. Jewel, what's her surname? Re? Who? Jewelry. <laughs> That's it. I'm out. There's <laughs> no one left. It's just daddy. <laughs> it's just daddy. Hey, uh, no, Jewel Kilt- Kilcher. Is it? Was her name? Oh, so Jewel wasn't her, like, stage name? No, it was her oh, name. Oh, wow. Well, I don't, I'm, I don't know. Maybe she did. Maybe her name was Mary. I don't know. But do, her surname was Kilcher. Do you know what kind of car it was? It was a Ford Meteor. Oh. I don't know. I wouldn't have a kiss. <laughs> no, you said we weren't going to do this. So good news for you. Yep. Cheaper rent. You and I, uh, uh, Sats and I on the drive in today have made the decision we're not going to bully you anymore with that segment. 
But I love the music there. We're still going to play it. Tammy Wynette. Yeah, it's crazy. Whenever you slip up, it's going to be... Yeah, we can do that. If we can do that, right? Can, can we agree to that? Can we agree to that? When do I do that? Well, you, you, slip, you slip up all the time. <laughs> hey, I'm just watching this game up here. This Brisbane versus Illawarra one. Yeah. 1995. And I remember Trevor Gilsmeister telling me a story about this game at Wollongong. And Wendell had started playing first grade... Uh, probably the year before, and he's always had, he was very brash. When it was probably a couple of years before, very brash he was. And um, this is the game when one of the trainers ran on, and Wendell said to his trainer, Kenny Ra, I said, "Hey Kenny, when you come back out, can you bring a big league on? Because I just want to find out this bloke's name oh. that he's marking." Wow. Yeah, he loved it. He used to commentate himself. Yeah, I know. So he used to bring the ball in and on, yeah, tackle two. And we'd hit him as forwards, and he he was so hard to bring down. And he used to keep pumping his legs, and he was a he was a tall thing as well. And while he was driving through the tackles, and you'd have one round one leg and one round the waist, and one trying to pull his jersey down, he'd be going, "Look at Big Dell run! Look how strong Big Dell is!" <laughs> he used to call himself International Dell. International Dell. Good stuff. <laughs> hey, three burning questions. Toolkit Depot, tools, equipment, safety gear, and workwear. Daddy Vass is in the studio. If you're a first-time listener, he is our producer and does a bloody good job um, and has got some sexy sideburns coming. Yeah. Are you going to let them go all bushy? So, they're very, so they go thin where your hair sort of finishes and your sideburns start. Yeah. Very thin listeners, and then they – Thicken out to a point when they go to like a an anvil point. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So very fifties, sixties like. Yeah, but we want we want bush. We it's, want we want um old mate of um what was the movie again? I'm having mental block. Um, Magnum Pi. No. Oh, <laughs> that's who? a moustache. He's oh. got that already. Yeah. We talked about him before. Um, you're telling the story. Pulp Fiction. Oh, Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. All that matters. Is that I'm miles ahead of my mate Carrot in WA. So you, so you got to <laughs> so you got to bet on, have you? What do you mean miles ahead? Like, is he doing them as well? Yeah. Is it oh, a bet? He, who he got a haircut. He got a haircut. He had really long hair. He got a haircut. And I said, <laughs> make sure the barber leaves some chops for you, mate. Yeah. Is this Glenn? And uh, yeah, we're just having a little chop. <laughs> so is it, enough, so is it, enough. Is it enough. the first person who shaves or not? Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, for right God's on. sake! I don't think what game we got on now? Two thousand and nine. Guys, we got a we got a segment on. Daddy, first question: three burning questions. Yeah, a bit of news out of the Raiders today, boys. Now, unfortunately for the back rower Corey Harawira Nira, Nira, Harawira Nira, yep. Harawira Nira, Nira. No, it says it says Harawira Nira. Okay. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, it says how to pronounce. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. gotcha. Okay, cool. Yep. Nira. Um, is, is, is he one who's changed his name? No, well, he. How he wants to be. There's become an education now about how. Yeah, and how they want to be. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, so he's a cook all So it's Harawira Nira, yeah. is it? Yeah, that's what it says. Okay. Um, it's actually Harawira. It's actually Harawira. It's Harawira. Harawira. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's. Okay. It looks like he's been forced to medical retire. Yeah. Now, he went down. I think it was round 13 against was, the Bunnies. Against the Bunnies. Well, you yeah. remember everyone circling around him so mm. the cameras couldn't get an angle of it. Yeah, he had the, he had the seizure. So, seizure. The, what? Seizure. 
Yeah, Ricky thought he'd, he'd come back and play in 2024, but it looks like um, his time might be up. Mm. Now, he's still contracted to 2026. Now, Sats know, and Woogie, yeah. should the NRL provide the Raiders with salary cap relief? Well, I, what will happen, I, if it may have changed, I'm not quite sure, but he would get all of his 2024 and then some of his 2025, 26. Mm. Um Maybe the NRL through the RLPA and insurance, uh, obviously pay the contract amounts that he was owed. Mm. I think at a lesser amount in those following years, maybe. Um, but then all the money that he was expected to to receive over those three years, the Canberra Raiders would be allowed to use. So what? yeah, absolutely. Or what they pay him. Isn't what what the clubs or players not have insurance against this? No, the players don't. Wow. No. No. It's very hard to insure a, a professional Yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. He deserves to be medically retired if that's the case, and he deserves to get payment till the end of 2026. Now, whether it's, whether it's full payment or part payment, yeah, absolutely. He's got to set up the rest of his life. Absolutely. Mm. You know, and Ricky is one of, the, one of the – I mean, all coaches care about their players, but the length of time that he's been at the club, Ricky, is so passionate about the club first and foremost, but – also, uh, a lot of his players, he's got really good relationships. He's a little bit like Craig Bellamy. On the outside, you see this person who seems to be so highly strung and really, really angry all the time. But behind closed doors, you don't, you couldn't meet two men that are, are far more committed to their players. And, yep. and I, I read a quote from Ricky where he was saying, "Yeah, my main concern is for Corey is that if he's going to get, we're resigned to the fact that he won't play from next year onwards." So. We have to ensure that one financially he's reimbursed, but also, um, also we have to look at his pathway post rugby league. What's mm. that look like? Mm. Is it education? Is it a job in rugby league with the Raiders? Whatever it may be, he's in pretty good hands. Yeah. Yeah, I think the club. So they still don't know why him. he's ha- having the seizures. They they still don't know why. This is why the doctors are. They still got to find out whether the doctors are. I'm still trying to find out why they're happening. What's triggering the season? There's no way he can play. Mm. I wouldn't even be training. Well, I wouldn't anyway because I'm lazy, but <laughs> you, you just don't want to risk it, do you? Yeah. Well, again, you, if you don't know what's triggering it, you wouldn't be doing too much, would no, you? No, no. Yeah. All right, Daddy, next one. Um, now, obviously, big signing yesterday with Adam Fenor Blake. Where do we see the Sharks finishing in 2025? We've got another season yet. With Adam Fanua Blake, yeah. Mm. I have. Well, let's let's what? say this: Do we well, see I, them winning? Do we see them winning a premiership? They're a top four team with him at the club. Oh, they're t- I think they're a top four team with. Fanua they're Blake. every chance. So it's if you're not top just four, him. you're every chance. It's so. not just him. I mean, you talked about all the talent coming through there yesterday. Yeah, Carl Eero, and you've got Kate Dykes. Uh, they've got great depth at that club. Nico Hines, yeah. Like, um, the young, the young hooker. Is, uh, Blake Braley, Braley. is going to play State of Origin, no doubt. Yep. I think they're definitely top four. Mm. Mm. All right. I'm just, yeah, a bit concerned about that 5-8 Position, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Number three. Now, I heard you say this on the run home. Mm. Tom Dearden, big extension. Now, what what does the future, and, and Wookie hates his but spine, kind of look I like? I hate it too. We used to call it the diamond badge and I. <laughs> The, the diamond. Because you want to you, explain the diamond You've got the full us. back, and then you go left and right to where the halves stand and defend. Yep. Then you come back to a, a hooker in the middle. So it's closely shaped. It's 
more like a kite, actually. But you can't. That's not sexy. You can't call it a kite. Um, but um, you're saying, what does the future look like for the Cowboys? Drink water into the halves. Yeah, I, I said that yesterday. I, I think, uh, and we had one of the listeners say, no, defensively, he's you know he's got shoulders like a brown snake. But I think Scotty Drinkwater. There's been a lot of players that have transitioned from fullback up into the halves. Uh, Darren Lockyer was a perfect example. Won the Golden Boot in both both positions. Bronco to Jura. Many. We ma- talked about that today. Yeah, many question, many questioned Darren Lockyer's ability to be on in the front line. He handled it well. You know why he handled it well? Because they put Tony Carroll inside him. Mm. And I knew that when I was going to run onto a ball, first thing I was doing is I'm looking up to see where Tony Carroll was. Yeah. Because I was going nowhere near Darren Lockyer if he was there. So, it's quite easy. You move drink water into the halves, let him mature into a really good running five eight. They've got young Tommy Chester at fullback, who I think is going to be a really good player. And you put someone inside him, like a Helam Lukey or someone like that, who's going to really protect him mm. as well. So, uh, And Tommy Deaton will be the captain, without a doubt. Wow. Yeah, without a doubt he'll be the captain of the Cowboys in the next few years. Yeah, good call, Sats. Mm. Um, by the way, Toolkit Depot, everything you need under one roof, tools, equipment, safety, gear and workwear. In-store and online. Uh, well done, Daddy. Three burning questions. Uh, very sensible answers there too, uh, Scotty Sattler. Hey, just on next year, you know how you do where are they now? Or if I could turn back time. You know how you do that? Turn back time. Yeah, with players. Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Can we do Bronco de Jura? We'll chase him down. We'll, we'll get a hold of the general manager of rugby league, Mark Ellison. Ellison, who played with him. Played with Bronco. Mate, you'll learn a lot about Bronco de Jura. Very good New South Wales cricketer, too. He was, too. Good name. Yeah. D-J-U-R-A. Yeah. De Jura. Bronco. Mm. You'd like him because his first name's Bronco. Yeah, oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. you go. Inst- instantly. Uh, mm. uh, he was glazed over there for a minute, and yep. now I got him back with Bronco Talk. So there we go. We'll get him on. I, I want to know what he's up to now. All right, got to go to break. One quick text. Okay, uh, one quick text. We've got um, William Word, Jaya Pattaya. Sounds like a shake. Uh, shake. Jaya Are having a stroke? Doesn't like shaking hands and being nice to people. What a great bloke. Yeah, it's that's because Rooster Muzz is like that he as well. Doesn't like people either. And Cappy Para says the one and only Sammy Rad Radra. Give him billions to run through. Oh like, yes, he'd oh. be hard. Radio break time. Uh, the Hurricanes in trouble. Four for twenty-eight in the BBL after four and a half overs. This is Sports Day. This is on the way next. Come on, that's ridiculous. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to five hundred and twenty-eight kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Oh, yeah, we'll give you what you need. Welcome back to Sports Day. Time to get into... This little baby. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be, someone's got to be accountable for this. Uh, let's kick it off with Cam, shall we, from the text machine, 0457 736 736 ats. Boys, I've only just t- tuned in for the day. Have I missed kids say the darndest things? Kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had a bit of a meeting about that. Yeah, in the we car. didn't do it today. Tommy from Sydney has got one. That's ridiculous, guys. There are more than 300 Kit Kat flavours in Japan, including baked potato, corn, and ginger ale. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's disgusting. Do you know what else Japan's got? What? 
or you can eat KFC. Come on, that's ridiculous. What's your go-to? Mine's the, mine's probably the, it's zing, the, the zinger burger. Yeah, the bacon and cheese zinger nah, burger. No, nah. oh, I like it with the bacon and cheese. But mate, I'd just leave that joint. I'd I'd fill my pockets with nuggets. Mm. Seriously, they'd be those tenders will be just I'd be dropping them everywhere. They'd be down my pants. <laughs> Seriously, they'd keep me going for the day, wouldn't it? Mm. What else you got? Woolies are discontinuing Jaffers. Come on, that's ridiculous. Why? I don't know. They don't, obviously don't sell enough of them. Here's one for the kids. Yeah. Apparently, in the old days, our yep. parents used to roll those down the aisles. In the cinemas. In the cinemas. Yeah, and, mate, I remember people throwing them at the screen yeah. at the cinemas. Yeah. Not me, but other people. Did you... I'm going to ask you a personal question because I, I stuffed up a few times. Mm. Do you ever take first dates to the movies? I did. I didn't go on first dates. Oh, I'm sorry, mate. No, no, I, I forgot you're a chick magnet. No, no. But us blokes who had to no, earn no, like, it. No, like growing. Are you talking about in your teenage years? Yeah, and stuff? yeah, no, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't a. I wasn't like. My first ever girlfriend was Diane McLaughlin mm. when I was in year eight. How'd you meet her? At how'd skate, you woo her? Skaters Paradise on a Friday night. It's one of those ones where, you know, you pass letters through people on the bus. Come on, that's ridiculous. But you actually don't talk to each other. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, see, nowadays you just text Shout or... out to you, Di. Uh, <laughs> what's she doing, do you know? Still lives on the Gold Coast. Um, are you stalking her on Facebook, nah. are you? <laughs> Haven't bumped into her, actually. Hey, I, I first three dates I ever went on was mm -hmm. to the movies. Yeah. And I never got a second date. Yeah. Did you buy... So I made a mistake. It may have been that you bought two choc tops, a massive bucket of popcorn. I bought the couples deal just for myself. <laughs> but uh, I did. I tried to do the old arm around, and it just didn't work. I never saw them again. Now, ostrich, ostrich leather wallets. Yeah. That's ridiculous. There's a planet mostly made of diamonds twice the size of Earth. That's crap. Come on. That's ridiculous. Rubbish. O ostrich leather wallet. That is <laughs> That's rubbish. I got one for you. Yep. Cost me five dollars to take money out of the ATM the other day. Come on, that's ridiculous. I don't mind two dollars seventy or two dollars, but five bucks—it's my own bloody money. Do you know all banks one day a year, the two dollars seventy they charge you at your ATM usually, they should all donate that to charity. Imagine how much money each day. Five bucks. Well, you're the you're the mug that did it. Oh. What about the Punjab Kings appear to be accidentally bidding for a player called uh, Shashank Singh. And when his name was called out, they realised that they put their paddle up for the wrong player and tried to reverse it. Oh. Come on, that's ridiculous. <laughs> really? Yep. What about this one? The only Japanese survivor on the Titanic was fired from his jo job up upon his arrival back in the country because they said he was a coward. So he because he got off the boat with the passengers. Because he was able to get into one of the rafts and survived. Right. He has lost his job for being what they call the coward. Tough school, isn't it? Yeah. Talk about schools. Up until nineteen fifty six, French schools were allowed to serve half a litre of wine and beer to students under fourteen. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's good. That'd be my wasp school. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Mate, when I, a couple of years ago, it was like 2019, just before COVID, we went to Italy. Yeah. We were in Italy for a long a couple of weeks, right? 
that these guy, this guy I was talking to at his winery, he said, mate, they used to drink red wine from the age of ten. What? And that, what their parents would do at dinner time is they not not every day, but they let them have a wine. They dilute it with water. But as they got older, it was less and less water. And they said it's just a way of life. In France? It, no, this was in, in Italy. Wow. It's just a, it was just a way of life. Mm. Oh, God, I wish my parents were that classy. Was their nose bright red, like the end of their <laughs> nose by the time they were 19? Because my mum used to knock over those Cooler Bar wine casks. I remember those. Yeah, horrible. Oh. Hey, um, I've, le- I've put one in there because you love your, your cricket, the David Boone one. Oh, David Boone has revealed the biggest regrets surrounding the moment that arguably every sports fan recognises him for. The man more commonly known as Booney thrust his name into Australian folklore when he downed an absurd 52 beers on a flight from Australia to England in 1989. Come on, that's ridiculous. You know what's ridiculous is that that's his biggest regret. <sighs> that's what makes you a hero. You know what? Get, drink responsibly, but I think the first where he got off the first time, so he went Singapore. Singapore. Yeah. They actually wheeled him off in a wheelchair. He was that blind. Is that? Is that serious? Yeah, and then that's only the halfway mark. Wow! So he gets back on the plane. That's now that's that two, makes me crook thinking about it. That's over two beers an hour for a twenty-four hour flight. I mean, and you could do two beers an hour easily for the first maybe for you half three hour or four. Yeah. After that, it becomes a it becomes a long struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, got to go to a break. Uh, if you've got one for us, we can sneak one in before the end of the show. This is Sports Day. Back in a moment to wrap her up. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. We're going to wrap it up in just a sec. I know there's a couple of texts here you want to read out. You're not reading out that one from Rooster Mars. Okay, um, Orchie Bottle says one in 18 people have a third nipple. Is that serious? Come on, that's ridiculous. I have read that somewhere. Really? Just like in the middle of your chest or above your other one. Rooster Mars is a, he's a creep. So... Rooster Muzz has got a family, hasn't he? He's got a wife and kids, hasn't he? I, if if he does, where are no they? No one's seen them for many, many years. And do you talk to them? Do they talk to you, Rooster Muzz? I think Rooster Muzz has got an ankle bracelet, like a monastery bracelet as well. If you are Rooster Muzz's uh, family or neighbour, send us a text. Yep. We can get the police there pretty quick. <laughs> Blink twice. <laughs> That's right. Mm. A quick community update. Thanks to Fire Coat. Be alert and prepared this bushfire season. Large bushfire burning uh, within the Pilliga Forest, approximately 17 k's south of Narrabri and 20 k's west of Bogabri and 40 k's northeast of Kuna, what is it? Coonabarabran. Coonabarabran. The fire has burnt more than 120,000, 128,000 hectares. And it's not controlled at the moment. If you're in the area of Barnbar, Willala, uh, Gulhai, Rocky Glen, Jack Creek, Bohina Creek, Stanix Park and Wynella, stay alert and monitor your surroundings. Visit rfs.newsofwales.gov.au. This update brought to you by the new fire coat. First paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions. Both for more 
Uh, the Titan has been given the all clear to play in 2024. Joins us on the show tomorrow night. He's a good kid, Bo from all, and was up for a really big season before he did his knee. I've got to say, when you look at their forward pack with Fafita and Bo for more, Tino Fasul Malawi, Mo Fatawaka, yeah. Isaac Lee, it's a really good forward pack. Yeah, no, it looks very interesting. Any Sammy Verrills. Any more texts? In 1940 or the 50s, the monkey bars at schools were over five metres off the ground. 302 says, I couldn't remember. They wouldn't have been that high. Yeah, a lot of broken, yeah, a lot of broken arms, mate. Wow. A lot of broken. Imagine, you can't do that now. Yeah. Not these woke kids. Um, also, uh, Shotgun Shine says, G'day team. Every time I hear Joe, uh, Joe Opatia interviewed, I always get the feeling that I'm listening to a man who has a focus and a steely determination to succeed in the hardest job description in the world. Yeah, you're right, Shotgun. Yep. He's pretty special. He is. Okay. On Sports Day, it's time for The Last Laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Kim, I like your joke. I might use it tomorrow night. But this, this isn't a joke, actually. Uh, we're talking about movies and shows. Uh, the new movie, Constipation. <laughs> what? Have you seen it? No. Yeah, no. It's not out yet. <laughs> it's getting worse. I thought you were given a book of bad dad jokes. <laughs> That was better. No, it's not. <sighs> All right, grab a podcast of the show. Oh, I just hate the fact we finish it on a low. Uh, grab a podcast of the show from wherever you get podcasts from. We'll be back tomorrow night. Your last show tomorrow night, Satsy. Yeah. Yeah. I've lost my goodbye. I have to See do ya. Goodbye. Yeah.